All right, I think we are good to go. At least as far as I can tell. Who knows? So, yeah, I guess it seems to be working. Shows up on my Facebook page. I don't know about everybody else's, but. So, today is Monday, January 25th. We're almost a full month into 2021. I don't know how I feel about that. I always seem to say, you know, the older we get, the uh, faster time flies, and 2021 is proving to be no different. Although when I think about it, 2020 went by ridiculously fast. I mean, it helps that uh, with COVID and everything like that, that everything was closed down for like a quarter of the year. I mean, I was out of work from middle of March to June. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. So, I figure we'll get this show on the road. Start by, uh, I guess, talking about my Padre. Since, uh, well, I guess I guess probably the most obvious thing is, yeah, I shaved my head. Uh, I don't know if anybody, that uh, I don't think anybody's really realized that other than the people that I see on, the, on a regular basis. Um, so that'd be like, uh, you know, Bob and Carrie and Mike... I think I went up to Camden, so Bruce and AJ and CJ, they're all aware of the current Chrome Dome situation that's going on here. It's a little ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I've been I've got that male pattern baldness going on, losing my hair, got that receding hairline shit, so I thought to myself, I might as well just nip this in the bud and just embrace it fully. So, shaved my head. I got one of those... Um, not working are you kidding me i don't believe you i don't believe that that's not working because it seems to be working for me um so anyway yeah i decided to uh decided to shave my head because i figured that would just be easier than you know letting it get worse and worse and worse and looking awful i mean i was already buzzing my head at a ridiculously at a ridiculously short level so at this point i was just like okay what's an extra eighth of an inch or whatever so did that um luckily i think i've got the head for it apparently some people uh some people don't have a head for it which is kind of funny but i think it looks all right i don't, I don't hate it so let's see where are we at so yes uh got the chrome dome got the chrome dome going on um uh, on my pop side of things, um, so not last last Monday, last Monday he had the port put in, um, and then on Friday was the first chemo treatment, so that was interesting. I went over there Friday night and uh, brought dinner over for him and my mom, and um, it kicked his ass, just like you would expect chemo to do, so that was kind of fun, um, but we're keeping keeping our hopes up and keeping our our thoughts positive and i guess they did a they did blood work before he had the chemo treatment to see what his uh see what the cancer markers are the pancreatic markers or whatever the whatever they call it hey what's up william how you doing how are you how are you and sam gotta gotta say hi gotta say hi it's kind of weird because i've got my browser on a second on a second monitor and i gotta like look when i'm looking over here i'm looking at looking at my Facebook page and when I'm looking over here I'm looking at the main monitor so I'm kind of kind of skipping back and forth a little bit here so anyway I guess they did uh, they did blood work um, before they did the chemo so they were gonna see what his levels were at and everything like that and then uh, they were gonna do the chemo treatment and then I think they're gonna do another test this week to see if there's been any improvement don't know how that's gonna go um, I don't know the finer details of that either. It might be, they might do more than just one treatment um, before they see if there's been an improvement. And I guess that's what they're going to gauge gauge the success of the chemo on. Uh, I don't know much of the details about what kind of chemo that they're giving him or anything like that. Um, all I know is that he was, he definitely looked knocked on his ass on Friday. Oh, wow. I'm not ignoring you guys for Josh. Come on now. <laughs> 
one of these days. I mean, dude, 2020 was just a shit show. So, you know, I, I didn't go to the bar once in 2020. And like, by, by no means am I a heavy drinker, you know, but I like going, I like going to the bar, I like having a few brews, you know, hanging out with everybody or even just stopping by your place, you know, it's been a while. But you know, you got you can't you got to play it safe. So I mean, with my parents being in their situation and dad being with what he's at and my grandmother's God, she's almost 90. So, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild. But uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll we'll get some good news get some good news this week um or next week we'll see uh it's still kind of a kind of a rough situation obviously like what you like what you would expect um i've had a couple of people comment comment on the shaved head and they're like is that for your dad and i'm like well it wasn't when i did it but i guess i guess that kind of works because he's probably going to lose his hair too um so yeah yeah we're just kind of taking it day by day see how it goes but uh yeah really the topic topic i wanted to to chat about today is i hate winter i absolutely hate winter and i mean i got i got a car that does okay in the snow i mean i've got i've got the all-wheel drive i've got the the i got the heated the heated seats the heated steering wheel i mean i really can't complain it gets it gets me through gets me through the snow through the snow and everything like that but i hate it because i'm sitting here and i'm like you know i really need to go stage two on the daily driver despite what some people will say and some people will you know break my balls and they're like what do you mean you're gonna what do you mean you're modifying your daily i'm like well you know the the race car is up for the winter so what else am i gonna do i gotta do something to, to you know bide my time here to waste my time and money on so yeah i mean i'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of on the uh on the I'm modifying the daily for now and then come springtime when the rs comes out of storage you know maybe um maybe that'll that'll occupy some some of my financial mistakes so but uh yeah i miss i miss the car culture especially during the winter it's rough i mean um <laughs> thanks yeah I, I think it looks better honestly and and you know with 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 the beard going on here i think it looks all right I think it's a good combo, a, d a decent combo anyway. But um yeah, so I mean there's not a whole lot you can do during the winter. I mean, you can go to you can go to an empty parking lot and go do go do some donuts, do some, you know, be stupid in the snow. That's about it. Cuz nobody wants to go do anything. Nobody wants to take their 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 nice cars are out. Their nice cars are all put up for the winter. The nice cars, they don't want to bring them out and get them all covered in sand and salt and shit. So it's like, you know, what are you going to do? So, um, so the daily, the daily has taken, taken some of that at this point. So it's like, I can't do anything to the other car. Um, so I guess some background for those of you who don't know, the RS has an oil leaking problem. Uh, it's not anything really serious i guess um i'd say about maybe yeah <laughs> thoughts on the best kias uh, i'm not really i'm not really up on the kia the kia knowledge i mean the telluride is pretty legit like i'm not even fucking around when i say that the telluride is nice uh i don't know i don't know a whole lot about it but i've seen pictures i've seen the interior and everything like that and it looks legit so i mean for you and the kids that would be the that'd be the way to go if it was me but i mean they also got the kia stinger that's another thing and you know william william might be all about that life he might be all about that that stinger life because that thing is crazy for being a kia that's fast all-wheel drive if you get the gt2 i think the gt1 or the gt2 so that's an option it's an option for sure but um yeah the rs has got got an oil got an oil leaking problem and um right now it's up it's up on jack stands in my grandmother's house because she's getting a little old now so it's it's a situation where you know she recognizes that she's a little too old to be driving so we she turned in her license and we sold her car so she had a garage she had a single stall garage at her place that was just sitting there unoccupied so i was like well your boy needs a place to put his race car for the winter and uh you know, I took a little bit of money out of Carrie's pocket because I didn't, I wasn't parking it over at their place this year. But, um, so it's up on jack stands and obviously it's still, still sitting there leaking oil. I don't think it, le it leaks oil 
all the time. I think it's only leaking when it's running, which I guess is a good thing. So while it's sitting there, it's just not doing anything. But once springtime comes around, that'll be that'll be the first first obstacle we tackle is getting that taken care of, getting that into the shop. Yeah, I know, right? Pork Airy, you know. What can you do? What can you do? You know, if if it's money for a garage or money to fix the car, I'm all about fixing the car. Not to mention, when I had it in their garage, when I first fired it up for the springtime, it blew so much soot and crap out of the tailpipe, it covered their wall in their garage. It's kind of worth it. Um, so yeah, come springtime, that'll be going to the garage, and we'll try to get that sorted out. But in the meantime, the daily's got to get some attention. So already got an intake i got the downpipe i got you know i got all this other stuff to make it loud loud and obnoxious uh i got new taillights got euro spec taillights that still haven't shipped from germany i gotta send an email to the people and complain and say where's my damn headlight my damn taillights you know so i mean usually like that's the thing that kind of sucks about the about the area here is that there's really not a huge car scene I mean, you got you got some people. They got you got a crew out in Utica that um, that I was put onto uh, by my buddy Kyle. Met up with him. Met him for the first time up in Camden. He had an A6, and I was there with the RS with Brandon. And you know, we bullshitted. We talked to Audis and stuff like that. And he kind of put me onto a to a Facebook group of a bunch of guys out in Utica. And it's like. I could I could take the car out there, but like they're they're like legit like going down the boulevard and running, and it's like I'm not all about that life. Like we, I was just talking just talking to Mike the other day about it. I was like, he's looking to get rid of his Civic, and he's really looking at a Civic Type R, which is a fantastic idea for the record. It's fast, fast car, highly regarded. The reviews are good on it. You know, everybody seems to love it. It's front wheel drive, but it doesn't act like a front wheel drive car. But he knows he's going to get in trouble with it. Whereas for me, I'm like, I'm kind of out of that. I'm kind of out of that mentality where I'm going to get in trouble. So meeting up with the guys out there, like, I'm going to I'm gonna want to do something stupid. I'm going to want to be dumb about it. And the RS has a stupid loud exhaust. And, you know, I don't want to draw undue attention to the crowd out there. So I haven't gone out there to partake in that. I mean, really, the only the only thing that I really partook in recently was uh, the Adirondack Euro cruise that I went on with Bruce. <laughs> he can't get rid of the racing Civic. I don't know if I would consider his car a racing Civic, to be perfectly honest. I mean, he treats it like a racing Civic. I mean, that car is just just beaten into the ground. Like, like it can't it can't live at the red line its entire life. I've tried telling him this, but he won't listen. He just won't listen. So, I mean, the Adirondack cruise was was tight. That was fantastic. I mean, we we got out to Syracuse. It was like six in the morning, and we we made our way up to Watertown and then cut east into the Adirondacks. It was me and Bruce in the all road. We took the all road. I kind of wish I had taken the RS, but I just I just had this 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 terrifying thought in the back of my head like something is gonna break like I'm gonna be up in the Adirondacks and I'm gonna like blow a coolant line I'm gonna blow an oil oil line or the oil cooler is gonna give it up and I'm gonna be stranded up there and I'm gonna have to pay for a tow truck to get my freaking car back to Oneida and I was like homie ain't got time for that I just ain't got the time. I ain't got the money. I don't want to deal with it. And I would be that guy. Like, out of all these cars that went up there, it would be mine that would decide to shit the bed while we're up there. So, needless to say, I figured a safer bet was going to be to just take the all-road. Because, I mean, that's low on mileage. It's good on gas, whatever. It's still an Audi. It didn't have any work done to it at the time. I think I had the tune. I think I had the stage one tune done to it. But I didn't have the intake. I didn't have the exhaust. I didn't have anything like that done. And that was great. That was a great cruise up there, but it was exhausting. It was a long, it was a long day. A lot of fun though. A lot of great pictures. Um, like I kind of just want to see if I can get pictures, pictures up here on the back of this. Mm. Let's find out if I can add an image to my sweet stream here. Um, let's see here. See, I'm kind of messing with this uh, this piece of software. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm. 
And it doesn't help that I'm not getting any freaking thumbnails on my pictures either. But yeah, so I mean, we uh, we went up to the Adirondacks, and the view from up there is is I can't even I can't even begin to describe the view up there. I don't know if anybody's ever been up to Bald Mountain, but it is or Whiteface. It was Whiteface Mountain, not Bald Mountain. Whiteface. It is it's unbelievable because you're you're so far up that like you can see for miles. And I'm not even being like exaggerative with like that. You can see for miles, and it's it's ridiculous. So we went up there and it was great but it was exhausting and that was really the last thing that i did um i'm still looking for looking for photos here i mean i guess i don't know i'm getting distracted i should have this stuff i should have this stuff like lined up ahead of time but anyways so the thing about car culture that really, really gets me going is it's like, I don't know, there's just something about being out, going on like a night drive. Like imagine, imagine it's the middle of summer, it's like, it's still hot out, it's dark out, you just hop in the car and go. Put the windows down, turn the music up, and just go for an aimless drive. Like that's something you just can't beat. And that's that's coming from somebody that i used to do that stuff back when i had the uh you know the classy grand prix you know when i had when i didn't have anything that was you know that was super special or super fast it was just one of those one of those liberating things and car culture you know a lot of people don't get it a lot of people see their car as is just a means to get from point a to point b you know they don't think too heavily of it you know they go through a car wash like once a year or something like that but it is it is the best thing ever and you know people don't do that anymore i feel like or at least i don't know maybe, maybe i just don't hear about it but i mean i did a lot of driving during covid because you know it was it was necessary it had to you know what else what else am i gonna do i'm out of work for you know almost three months there's nothing else to do so i mean cars are expensive and you know cars are like the the second most expensive thing you're ever you're gonna own i mean next to a house so why not have some fun with it and um yeah so i mean we what else did i do last year i mean even the year before that i had the tt and the tt i kind of miss I'm, I'm not even gonna lie i i think about it every now and then I, sh I see pictures of it and i'm like oh my god the tt i did so much work to that car pulling the engine and doing this and that and everything else and it's like it's gone now and that was really the one thing, like, I'm not, the, the RS is not going to get the treatment that the TT did, because that's, that's an expensive undertaking. And the, the RS doesn't need it, it's plenty fast the way that it is, it's plenty loud, it doesn't need any of that crazy, crazy stuff done to it. So it's like, you know, what do you do? Do I look for TTs that are for sale? No. Who would do that? Why would I, why would I even begin looking at the marketplace for cars that are for sale? That's just, that's just ridiculous. So I mean it's it's a two car two car household and that's how it really should stay um, until I get that itch and then I'm like you know I want I want a car that I can I can dive into and do a ton of crap to so I mean it's not like I was looking at cars ever it's bad it's bad sometimes but it keeps me out of the bar what am I getting an R8 Ugh. so I was I was legit. I was legit looking at the math the other day because I saw a video come up on YouTube and they were they were comparing the uh, the 2021 RS7 with the I think it was a 2016 RS7 and the price is ridiculous on these so a brand new a 2021 RS7 I think has an MSRP of like a hundred and hundred and ten grand I think and for half the price of that the amount of depreciation it's depreciated by half you can get one get a 2016 for half the price and i'm thinking to myself i'm like yeah it's only 55 60 grand for a car that's you know five years old that's got 600 something horsepower and you know is, is a good grocery getter and it's like i could do that i could definitely do that and you know this is this is the uh this is the old rs7 let me see if i can get that screen over here see now now i'm messing around again 
Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I think that'll work. Maybe I can do an application capture. Oh God. It's all, it's all funky. It's all funky. I made a mistake. Uh, maybe a game, ca oh, window capture. That'll probably do it. <laughs> grocery gutter. No, no, I'm not even kidding. It really, it is. It is legitimately a grocery gutter. Uh, here we go. That'll work. So, like this is this is the 2021 version, which is which is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But if you go back to like 2016 here, like look at that. Like that's still that's still wicked, wicked nice looking. And they're they're dirt cheap because they depreciate like a stone. Like as soon as they roll off the lot, they they drop through the floor. So it's like I don't know. Maybe when uh, maybe when the RS and the uh, and the all road are paid off, who knows? Maybe I'll get one of those. But you know that's that's a long ways that's a long ways from here. I mean it's four door, four door. There's a lot of room in it. But I mean what I what you what you really want to get is one of the new RS6s because those things those things are where it's at. So I don't know what happened, but I legitimately have fallen in love with having a wagon, like in the worst way. Like it's bad. I can't, I can't even describe it. Like, look at that. Would you just look at it? Would you just look at it? You get the practicality of an SUV because it's got, you know, it's got that trunk in the back. It's got, you know, a, a regular old lift gate in the back. But it's got like almost 600 horsepower. It's all-wheel drive. It's stupid fast. Stupid expensive. But you get the practicality of an SUV and like the form factor of a car. So... It handles the curves well. It's not top heavy, you know? Like that's that's just oh man. Uh, I already have a station wagon. That's what the all road is. I already got a station wagon, so I mean I got So th this is what this is basically what I've got now. It's just a little higher off the ground, not quite as not quite as wide. Oh, there's plenty of room for junk in the trunk. Plenty of room. I can't even find a trunk trunk shot here. Let's see. Let's see if that comes up with anything. Yeah, look at that. There's so much room for activities. It's like you could you could store anything in there. So, you know, I like the wagon life because most of the time when you see a wagon, you see grandma going going in her you know her Taurus Taurus wagon from 1995, something like that. But hey, man, you can't beat the practicality on that. You don't need an SUV. You don't need an SUV. I mean, granted, SUVs nowadays are pretty good on gas. I mean, they're they're not gas guzzlers like they like they used to be. But a wagon, it's like a car with you know actual usable space in the back. How can you beat that? I love it. Absolutely love it. But the problem, yeah, a sore ass is more like it. But the problem is. The problem with that Audi has is that Audi doesn't feel the need to bring those kind of cars here to the States. What what kind of car is Bertha anyway? Alright, so so share with the class. What is what is what is Bertha again? Is that your um God, what is it? It's a Volkswagen. Oh god. I'm having a I'm having a mental mental moment here. But I don't know. The problem with Audi, however, is that they wagons don't sell in the states. Oh, a Highlander! I, I was thinking of the uh, the Touareg, the Volkswagen Touareg. Yeah, God, that Billy and I had to do the brakes on. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. The the e-brake, the electronic parking brake on that. I mean, we would have been able to handle it now because I got all of Volkswagen's little toys that they, all their specialized tools that they sell to work on their cars. But, you know, that's what I, that's what I get for, that's what I get for, you know, getting into the German, German engineering. They got all the special tools and electronics and stuff to plug your computer into it. It's ridiculous. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a Volkswagen. It couldn't have been that bad. Unless maybe you had just bad luck with it. Or maybe you just have, you know, the, uh, the the Nicholas curse of just, you know, having awful luck with vehicles. I mean, look at Mike. Look at Mike with his Civic. It's like, 
I hear I hear something. I hear a rattle. No, you don't, Mike. And he he swears up and down. He hears a rattle. Or I think his, his the la latest thing was that the clutch was was squeaking. But anyways, so Audi has has seen fit that wagons don't sell in the states, which is a true fact. I mean, we're having this conversation here talking about talking about wagons, and it's like I get it because in the states suvs are where it's at i mean you, you can't get around that i mean we've we've been the ostentatious uh you know excess when it comes to our our wheeled vehicles for how many years how many decades now so suvs are where it's at which is why i mean you get like the q7 the q5 the q3 the sq5 you get you know the rsq8 you get a lot of these these bigger suvs that sell like you know like gangbusters here in the states but the wagons don't so audi's big on wagons in germany because in europe they love it they love wagons in europe and they've got they've got the rs6 avant they've got the rs4 avant they've got you know everything everything in the world they got the rs3 wagon uh i mean technically i think it's a hatchback but europe loves them and here in the states they they have a, a tremendous following a tremendous following that you know people want to get them people want them bad so i guess i got bit by that bug so i'm in trouble and i'd, I'd love to have one of the new rs6s or import one or I'd be content with just getting my wagon that's out there in the lot right now, get that to the point where it's, you know, it's decently fast. I mean, I've, I've already got it tuned and I got some work done to it, but who's to say that you can't do more work to it is what I say. But then that takes money away from the RS and the RS needs money because I'm, I'm fully expecting the bill to be in the multiple thousands probably i'm i'm kind of pre mentally preparing myself for probably like three or four grand to get the, this oil leak taken care of because i mean the the last avant that i had was just a 2006 and um that one was leaking oil as well it's a common audi thing apparently just leaking oil and i took that to a place uh, out in syracuse and i mean they they pulled the they pulled the engine they pulled the engine to fix the oil leak which was necessary and that was that was 2400 bucks but i mean it stopped leaking and you know and then i ended up selling it a year later so it's like not the smartest not the smartest person in the room but uh i got passion i guess i'm passionate about it i got that going for me i don't know so yeah so i mean uh it sucks because there's not there's not a whole lot of people to do stuff to do car stuff with i mean two years ago when i after i had the tt all put back together and kind of running ish uh i know kimpy and i we we hit up the beach a few times that was that was actually really legit you know we showed up down to the beach and you know we parked the tt he had his mustang you know we pop the hood we hang out we you know take a look at everybody else's cars there we make fun of the ones that look like shit and it's like that's about as good as it gets but i mean with covid it's like everything was on everything was on hold um because i think it was two two years ago that we did the um the cac or i don't know if it was the cac because that's that's the bowling alley in cheryl uh but out in canastota there's this uh there's this one this one organization that kind of does um does some stuff for i guess uh families that are in need it's in canastota and they did a uh they did a road rally about two years ago and the tt was not on the road i didn't have the rs at the time but i had my fusion and we went brandon bruce and i we went on that road rally and that was the bomb the absolute bomb started in canastota and basically they give you a packet with a whole bunch of clues so you hit the road and you got to follow these clues and you got to identify the clues and so they give you the instructions like the directions that you have to follow but the directions are just vague enough where like you could easily miss a turn so you're driving and you gotta like there'll be like random clues on this sheet where it's like a riddle or something like that and while you're driving like you gotta figure out what the riddle is referring to like it'll refer to like a road sign or a building or a painting on the side of a building or something like that and you got to identify it and mark it down while you're driving and then you go down you follow follow this path 
and it took us all through um all through oneida county it was fantastic a lot of fun you know it was like it was like an hour hour long drive something like that you know we went all over the place we started in canastota we took the back roads up fairview we got on to uh I think we got onto Mount Hope and then followed Mount Hope over onto uh, onto 46. We followed 46 down into Stockbridge. Like we were we were going all over the place. And then after we got back, after we get, we stopped midway, like there was there was a stop halfway, a halfway stop point where you could just, you know, park, park real quick and they had donuts and coffee and you know, you could hang out and talk about your cars and stuff like that and and then you hit the road again, you do the do the second half of it. And then you get back to the starting point and then you, you know, you kind of tally up your, your fines. None of it was like super hard. Cause you, it was a buy and it was for a good cause. It was, you know, to support, support all these people. And, you know, then they had, they had like a live music, they had food, you know, your, your $25 or $30 buy-in like covered your ticket plus meals for two. So for you and a co-pilot, if you wanted an additional, you know, if you had somebody else riding with you, it was like an extra five bucks a lot of fun like we were really excited to do that last year to do that in 2020 but you know with COVID and everything you don't want to mess with that you don't want to play games so they ended up canceling it and they were talking about doing it in the fall but I guess that didn't end up happening either which kind of is kind of sucks because that was a lot of fun and I was, <laughs> I was really looking forward to taking the RS because uh there, there was a like the, the Fusion was not not a show worthy car. That was not a car that you take to an event like that and like, oh hey, look at me, I have a Fusion Sport. I have a 2017 Ford Fusion Sport. Would you look at me? And you know, you got people there. Somebody there was with a Miata. There was somebody there with you know a Corvette, typical Corvette. Bear with me while I roll my eyes in the next week. You know, there was a Mustang, there was, there was some other, there was like an old ass MG, I think that was there. So there was, there was a wide variety of people that were there and mine by far was the, the plainest of the Janes, even though, even though it was a twin turbo V6, you know, with 325 horse and all wheel drive, when it comes down to it, it's still, it's still a fusion. And that kind of makes me want to, you know, get into the, uh, conversation of Mustang and Corvette owners real talk for a minute where I'm probably going to piss off some people with this. If you own a Corvette and you own a Mustang, you're boring. I hate to say it, but you're boring. You want to know why? Cause they're dime a dozen. We've all seen them. We've seen every single form of Corvette and Mustang. Actually, I can't take that back. That's really not true now. Because now you've got the the Mustang E, the the Mach E, which is their electric electric Mustang SUV thing. You're probably never going to see one of those. And Corvettes, you've got the C8, which is a mid-engine, mid-engine, crazy-looking Ferrari Corvette, which I've only seen one of, actually in person in real life before. But for the most part, Corvette owners are just old old retirees that had a midlife crisis. I hate to say it, but it's true. So, but, and then they kind of, you know, we're going to come full circle here and it's like, you really shouldn't talk shit about people, fellow car owners. I get it. Everybody's got their own cup of tea. You know, everybody's going to be into their own thing. Some people, some people like oil burning Audis, like yours truly. Some people like expensive American made cars that everybody knows what they are. Nobody's impressed. Nobody's ever really impressed by it. You know, it's, it's telling when you, when you go to like a, just a little tiny car meet down at the beach and half the car show is just Corvettes. It's cause it's like, I'm not going to look at your car. I'm just going to walk right by. I'm not really impressed. Now this Mark four golf that's sitting down at the end of the aisle that has a, has a big turbo kit on it and is lowered on bags that has all this other crap done to it. Now that's my cup of tea. Granted, it's still a German car, which is why that's a bad example. But I mean, you could even look at like uh, like a Japanese car. You know, you could, I could, I'd be totally more interested in looking at a uh, Mitsubishi Eclipse from the Fast and Furious movies than than you know a Corvette. But you know, that's just my opinion. I'm entitled to it. But Mustangs are the same thing. They're dime a dozen. I mean, they're. They're a cheap and easy way to make a lot of power and have a lot of fun. You know, rear, rear wheel drive, 
manual. I get it, I guess. But then again, like you see, you see people driving stuff like that during the winter, and I don't know. That's that's sketchy business to me. Like that's what could you? I don't know. I I would I would never drive a rear wheel drive muscle car during the winter, even with snow tires. But I mean, yeah, I guess you got to do what you got to do. I rant, I rant and rave. It's just cliche to me. The Corvette and Mustang scene. I don't know. But that's that's my opinion. And some people will say the same thing about, you know, the Japanese, the JDM, JDM scene. I get it, it's played out. You know, you got the, the lowered lowered uh, Japanese cars with street glow and monitors built into the into the dash and you know, a little Xbox running there at the same time and NAS and twenty-five gears. Like just go back to two thousand one when Fast and the Furious came out and then you're right there. Yeah. But I mean, all things considered, that movie definitely, uh, definitely got us all on the scene to some degree, at least people in my, my age anyway, because that kind of, you didn't really see that in movies before that. You really didn't have any idea of what that was all like. And the legitimacy that they put into those cars was ridiculous. I mean, that, a lot of that stuff was spot on, like the street glow, the body kits, all that stuff. It's pretty accurate, but I digress. But um, speaking of driving cars in the winter that shouldn't be driving in the winter, I got to get winter tires. I really got to get snows. I mean, when I drove, when the Avant, when I had the Avant last year, last winter, that thing was a freaking tank because I had all-wheel drive. It was a manual, so I was able to really finally control what gear I was in, and I had snow tires. I had dedicated snow tires, and it made all the difference. And that's not to say that the all road is bad in the snow, but it is noticeably worse. So I think to myself, self, when the stimulus money comes back through, you know what you need to do is get yourself some goddamn snow tires. But then I think to myself, eh, there are brand new tires that are on there though, so I should probably just save the snow tires for next season and then get some nice 20 inch rims for summertime. But then I say, self, the money that you're spending on this daily driver, you could be spending on the race car, which needs a lot of work done to it to stop it from pissing oil wherever you park. It's, it's a good time. Yep. So, uh, yeah. That's kind of where we're at. Can't wait for spring. Can't wait for spring. Can't wait to have the car out there. Whenever I go to my grandmother's house, you know, I, I go over and give it give it a nice hug. And, um, yeah, I miss it. But other than the, uh, other than the oil leaking issue, I'm debating on doing something about the exhaust. Because the exhaust is loud. Anybody that knows it. So if you aren't getting no more stimmies, I don't know about that. They're talking about, you know, giving us another 1400 and that would be that would be a lot of car parts. That's a lot of car parts that I could I could put into that. But the exhaust on the RS is is just ridiculous. It's it's loud. It's very loud. Um, I'm almost wondering if I have have a video of us being being stupid. I think I probably do. Uh, that's not it. Aha, I think I do have it. All right, so we're gonna, we're gonna pause the music here. We're gonna see if we can play this. Um, let's see here, properties. Mm, I don't know if that's it or not. Nope, that's a different video of us being retarded. Um, that, that might be it. Alright, so we're going to set this video up here. Properties. Why are you the way that you are, computer? 
I wish there was an easier way to work this, but media source, yeah, that might work. Local file. I don't know if this is going to really do it justice for just how loud this was, but maybe. Yeah, I think there we go. Perfect. Turn the volume down a little bit here. See, I can't hear it right now. But this was this was in the RS. just cut that off so nobody sees sees what the speed was there 61 we stopped at 61 believe me we didn't go any faster than that um so it's loud because it's straight piped and that's that's fine for the most part but when uh when you come home at like 11 o'clock at night and you see people's lights come on when you're pulling into your parking lot and you're backing into your parking spot, you know, you might, you might've made, you might have made a difference. You might have, uh, you might need to make a difference there. You might need to do something about that. So right now it's, it doesn't have, doesn't have mufflers or anything like that. It's just straight piped off the cat, which sounds wonderful. Straight piped V8 that revs up to almost over 8,000 RPM. Sounds great. But there's problems associated with that and for a little bit of driving it might be might be okay it might be fine to not worry about that but i'm still thinking about putting mufflers on it i'll probably always be mulling that over i've already gotten pulled over twice for it the first time was in the parking lot at work believe it or not i was going in for a midnight shift and uh i pulled right onto patrick road and i got a little bit of exuberant in my throttle and there was a cop on 365 and he was not impressed or maybe he was impressed because needless to say he pulled me over in the lot and he was like is this a real rs4 and i'm like yes it is yes it is officer and he goes i've never seen one of these in real life and i go yeah i just got it not too long ago i love it he's like you know it's really loud and i just go eh, is it though I think volume is kind of in the uh, the ears of the beholder. I feel like you know, might be might be loud to some people, but if you're deaf, it doesn't doesn't make a sound. And uh, so he he got my license and registration and uh, went back to the car. And another, I think that was when a uh, United Nation police showed up because you know they're like, "What are you doing pulling over somebody in our parking lot?" And I'm like. I don't know. That's weird. He comes back, hands me my stuff back, and he, he continues to talk to me. And, and the, another one of the officers comes up, and they're they're talking to me about the car. I must have BS with them for like 15 minutes about that car. I'm like, guys, I gotta be to work. I gotta be in the office here real soon. Like, I'm I'm getting cutting it kind of close here. Am I free to go? And they just said, "Have a good night." So that's what I did. I went and went and parked and went in. No 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 ticket or anything. So. I guess I don't know. I can't. I can't count on that being a thing that happens every time. The last thing I want to do is piss the neighbors off because, you know, I live here, and there was there was a story on the internet not too long ago of somebody that had like a straight piped Mustang and they came out one day to, um, insulating foam, in their exhaust pipe like somebody had like taken expanding foam and filled their tailpipe with it. And it's like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like the guy that's inviting people to come and key my car because I woke them up at two in the morning trying to be as quiet as possible. But it's kind of hard to be quiet when you're, you know, that loud. So, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see, see how that goes. But really the priority, priority number one is that goddamn oil leak. I mean, I've, uh. I've, I've done I've I've done my fair share of troubleshooting with it I replaced the oil cooler and I did a few other things but I get the feeling that it's 
probably going to be the timing chain covers on the back of the motor. And I don't know if, if you've ever, you've probably never seen how Audi packed this damn engine into this engine bay, but it's ridiculous. It's like, how, how do you even do that? Uh, let's see here. Let's get, let's get back on here. Uh, I wish there was an easier way to share, share my desktop, but this program, this program is good. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know what I'm doing half of the time. Uh, window capture. There we go. So that's that's what we're looking at there. It, it's it's jam packed, literally jam packed in there, and we're talking right around right around in the back there is there's covers on the back of the engine that. Tend, tend to leak every now and then because they don't have a gasket they have sealant and actually that might be a better a better a better view no that's the front of it and when that starts leaking uh the only way to do anything about it is to pull the motor uh, that's the front of it too that's a different that's a that's the four four liter, I think. But yeah. So it's it's a it's a expensive proposition. And when I did the when they did the Avant, the place that I took it to charged me twenty four hundred to pull the motor and do all this work to it. And that was in the same body, so it was still the same generation of car, more or less. So I don't know. I expect to pay a premium. I knew that going into it, you know. You gotta pay to play. These cars are not cheap. But what else? What else am I going to spend my money on? You know, you know, single, no kids, never married. All I got is my toys, and that's okay, and that's fine. I figure once uh, once everything is once everything's paid off, then I can get I can get on the R8 train, and then I'll be I'll be that guy, living in look at living in this uh, this beautiful apartment with an R8 parked out front. That would be now that would be funny. That would be funny that would kind of require some introspection as well and say you might have done things a little backwards there sir maybe you should think about getting a house to store your supercar but like they said you can't drive a house but you can live in a car that's some words of wisdom to keep in mind you can always live in a car but you can't drive your house so yeah I don't know, I feel like I've ranted, ranted and raved about cars for a decent amount this fine evening. Somebody, give me, give me a topic to rant about. Anything and everything. I think, Chris, you're the only one that's still watching here, from what I can tell, because, you know, I haven't refreshed my, face, my Facebook page. So, I need one thing to rant about. I'll ramble, ramble and rant here for 12 minutes and try to... Try to come up with something. I don't know. It could be anything. It could be, um, you know, we've already talked about how snow sucks, cancer sucks, um, cold sucks. Mm, Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, marketing person's dream. Um, there's also massacre associated with Valentine's Day, I believe. Um, Valentine's Day is kind of, uh, kind of an interesting, an interesting occurrence. I can, I can count on one hand the number of times I've been in a relationship for, for Valentine's Day. And there's a lot of fanfare, a lot of fanfare about Valentine's Day. And I don't think it really deserves all that much fanfare. Coming from, coming from my point of view... As a 32-year-old red-blooded male in America, you should be celebrating love every day. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be, you know, going above and beyond just one day out of the year. Like Valentine's Day, I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't get it. I don't know. It's an excuse for me to get, you know, candy on the cheap on the 15th. That's, 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 that's like, 
it's like November 1st every year. It's like the day after Halloween, you know. You gotta get you gotta get your candy, your discount candy fix on. <laughs> I know nobody goes above and beyond all days. I get that. But it should you, you should maintain a base level. There should be a base degree of you know effort made on a daily basis. And I think I think Valentine's Day is just, you know, is I don't know. But then again, that's that's my mentality about any of that kind of stuff. It's like you shouldn't need Valentine's Day, and maybe 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 I'm going maybe I'm thinking about it the wrong way that you don't you don't need to do it but you want to do it. I don't know, I don't know. I've got jokes. I am the joke master. You can ask my coworkers. I'm the funniest person there with the stuff that I say. It gets a lot of laughs because I'm like, we should be, we should be doing X, Y, and Z. And they just laugh. And I'm like, I didn't mean that to be a joke. I was just being serious, but I guess I'm just that funny. I don't know. Valentine's day. The way I see it is if you want to make a deal about it, make a deal about it. If you don't want to make a deal about it, then don't make a deal about it. But what needs to happen is you need to be in communication with the person that you're doing the Valentine's day thing with. Because if they're all about doing Valentine's Day stuff and you're not, and you don't do anything, then you're in deep shit. <laughs> you are in deep trouble then. So, I don't know. But like I said, there's only been a handful of times that I've I've been with somebody on Valentine's Day. And of course, I, I went stupid. But again, I think that one time, it was like our anniversary was like the day after Oh, I'm sorry. Our month anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, we're going back. We're going back a little bit where month anniversaries were a thing. Our month anniversary was the day after Thanksgiving or after Valentine's Day, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a fucking fantastic holiday though. Let's 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 just pause for a minute and say turkey, stuffing, gravy, mashed potatoes, squash, rolls, cookies, pumpkin pie. The list just goes on and on and on and on and on. Like Thanksgiving is just a wonderful holiday. That's my favorite holiday. So back to the topic at hand. Our month anniversary was the day after Valentine's Day, and her birthday was the day before Valentine's Day. So there were three days of three days of ridiculousness in our household. Like I going above and beyond is like my mo apparently because i i'm pretty sure i sent her flower i sent her three presents three days in a row to her workplace i know i'm contradicting myself but that was a long time ago i've had time to sober up i've had that was 10 years ago it was literally 10 years ago it's 2011 and you know what you're right i could have all the thanksgiving things there was a place out in Syracuse. I don't know if you remember it. Plainville Turkey Farm. That was like Thanksgiving Day buffet every day. I would live there if I could. If it was still open. I think they had like some health code violations. Don't worry about that. We'll worry about that when I get sick. Like I just want to pitch a tent in the lobby and be like, just sign me in every morning. Like I wake up, I'm good to go. Sign me up with the plates of the stuffing. Like I'll have one plate dedicated for stuffing and everything else goes on another plate because stuffing is where it's at i'm sorry anybody that says stuffing is awful or that stuffing does not deserve a plate by itself i don't want to talk to them we're done we're done here carry on carry on with whatever thanksgiving tradition you've got i tell my mom i'm like i need i need like an entire loaf of bread in the stuffing please what is that just like that's gotta be a central New York thing. Like who, who comes up and like gives somebody a turkey? Was it a, if it was a live turkey, I would be more impressed. If it was a live turkey, then I'd be like, well, now you've got a farm on your hands. What are you gonna do? You know, now, now you gotta get a pen. Now you gotta get a pen for the turkey and you gotta, you know, gotta raise little turklets. I'm guessing that's what baby turkeys are called, turklets. But I mean, that's also what, um, Turks children's names are in scrubs turklets so Valentine's Day yeah yeah I may I may have gone a little a little overboard on the Valentine's Day a decade ago but now I feel like it would be a little bit it would be a little bit more um, be a little bit more reasonable in my Valentine's Day shenanigans than you know 10 years ago 
but that was also we we were dating for like less than six months at that point so you know it's complicated complicated shenanigans is what it comes down to but um yeah i mean yeah, take it or leave take it or leave it you know valentine's day take it or leave it i like candy I, I was i was watching football oh that's another thing i forgot to talk about the chiefs are in the goddamn super bowl again uh, yes that is that exactly it was the honeymoon stage 100 percent 100 percent i learned real quick right after, soon thereafter believe me learned real quick about you know what not to do in that situation but that's another story for when i feel like you know getting people all angry and upset and he was talking about you 10 years later he was talking about you but anyway super bowl the chiefs are going to be in the super bowl for the second year in a row and that is just that is some good stuff right there that is some good stuff so you thought i was a steelers fan brandon would like to have a chat no i don't I've never posted anything Steelers related on my Facebook. I think you can go back like two posts ago when I was I was posting something about the Chiefs. But yeah. So, I mean, we we kind of had a little bit of a scare there with uh, with Mahomes, uh, you know, with his concussion there last a week ago. Oh my goodness. And um yeah, he cleared concussion protocol. I'm convinced that he really didn't have a concussion, but he was in the protocol, which is why he cleared it so quick. But he was on his A game yesterday. He was on his A game. And I know a lot of people are Bills fans. I know a lot of people are Bills fans here, here in the lovely state of New York. And I know a lot of my family and friends are big Bills fans. I kind of relished in you guys getting beat. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of scared going into it because the Bills looked really good. They looked really good this season. But as soon as we put like, as soon as we were up by like two scores, I was like, "R.I.P. R.I.P. Maybe next year. Maybe the, maybe it's next year." But now, now we have the fun of taking on the goat, Tom Brady. What is he? Is he the goat when he's just in general? Or was he the goat when he was on the Patriots? And he's is he a, a goat now that he's on the Bucks? I don't know. But I'm optimistic. It's gonna be a good time. Kind of sucks with COVID. We're not gonna be able to have a huge football, you know, Super Bowl party like we have in years past. I know last year was um, was awesome. Because, you know, obviously the Chiefs won. They won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I was I was running around Bob and Carrie's house like a chicken with his head cut off. But we also had a ton of people there. There was a ton of people brought a lot of food. And probably the cream on the top of that ice cream sundae. The cherry on top. Not the cream. That's just weird. The cherry on the top of that ice cream sundae of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl last year somebody catered chipotle and let me tell you if there's one thing that your boy loves more than audis it's chipotle and that was really <clears throat> it was awesome it was just brings almost brings a tear to my eye it was that good so who knows maybe maybe i'll be a little bit crazy uh, crazy this year and you know get chipotle catering maybe that was why the chiefs won last year is because we catered chipotle you never know anything's possible i'm not one to start conspiracy theories speaking of conspiracy theories we're on a roll here we're going on an hour and i'm just getting into conspiracy theories Moses better oh hmm. all right we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this don't get me wrong Moses has really good queso and Moses also has a lot more toppings but more toppings is not necessarily a good thing stick with me here so if you have more toppings there's more of an opportunity for you to royally mess up your burrito if you t put a ton of ingredients like if you look at the list of ingredients and you throw them all on your burrito there's a greater chance that you're going to come up with a combination that's just awful it's just too busy there's too much going on like what you're going to have you're going to have like peppers and onions and 
you know, what, whatever other crap that they've got, you're going to just pile, pile that all on there and you think it's going to be good? No, it's too much. See, at Chipotle, they give you this or that. I mean, obviously you can you can mix and you can mix the two, but why would you why would you choose to combine your rices? Or why would you choose to have pinto and black beans all at the same time? You wouldn't. With Chipotle, it works out because it's like you have a limited number of toppings, a limited number of selections, a limited number of combinations that you can possibly have, and all those combinations are really good. So like with Moe's, you can just you can go crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong though, the the free chips and salsa for Moe's that's some kind of next level thinking. I mean, I got to hand it to Moe's on that one. That's pretty good. And their queso is really good. The fact that they've got jalapenos, that's also really good. So, I mean, Chipotle is still bay. Chipotle's bay. But Mo is like the side girl. The girl that you call when you're when you're like I like I like I like my main bay, but it's like main bay don't have chopped jalapenos. So when you got to get your chopped jalapenos, you got to go to Moe's. So hard to say, hard to say. It could be one or the other. Yeah, but the queso at Chipotle is good too. I mean, when the queso came out at Chipotle, it wasn't good, but it did get good. It did get good. The Chipotle, Chipotle's queso is now good. I'll, I'll, I'll fight people on that one. I think Chipotle's queso is really good. But then we could also go continue to go crazy and we could talk about Qdoba which used to be in Rochester, and then they closed both Rochester locations. So now you gotta go up to Fort Drum. And I don't even know if you can go up to Fort Drum if you're a civilian. So they're treating our service members, which is totally fine. Like they deserve, they deserve to have the good shit. But I can't have Qdoba now? Like what? It's not fair. It's just not fair. Qdoba is the bee's knees. I hate to say it. Qdoba is better than Chipotle and Moe's, but you know, it's like, you know, they're, they're, there's actresses that are better better than what we've got here in Central New York. So it's like, there, there's, there will always be better. There is always something that's better than what you have at your disposal. But you got to make do with what you got. So Chipotle is where it's at, in my opinion. Taco salad, that's, that's respectable. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got the, uh, I got the what was it? The, uh, it's like the, uh, the Crunchwrap Supreme from Moe's. It's like a Crunchwrap Supreme, but it's it's jam-packed with stuff. It was too much. It was too busy. It was like, I don't know, it was like I was biting into a watermelon. It was like there's too much stuff in it. Like it was getting all over my face. It was all over my hands. It was like this is not, not conducive to clean, all-in-one eating. Like, I'm all about handhelds, man. I'm all about handhelds. Like, I don't want to have to get silverware out yeah, yeah, it was like, no, it might have been, I don't know, I don't remember what it was. It was like a stacker, they called it, or something like that. See, now i got to pull this up. What is it? Uh, Moe's, Moe's menu. Let's, let's figure this out. Let's go back to the, go back to the image capture here. I'm just going to leave that up here. So what is it? Yeah, it's this thing. Yeah, it's a stack. Like, see, that picture does not do it justice. That, that picture right there is misleading. Imagine imagine that picture like twice as tall in the exact same form factor. It was like a square. I swear to God, it was like a square. They had that thing. It was just, no, no, it was awful. It was everywhere. It got everywhere. Messy. It was good. Tasted fine. Tasted good, obviously. But that's the thing about a burrito. Like you get the burrito and you got it wrapped in, a malu in aluminum foil. It's a perfect, perfect like hugging embrace of the aluminum foil. You just, you just rip, you just peel, peel the top off and you go to town. It's great. It doesn't get anywhere. It's not messy. Like if you handle it right, you're good. You're not, you're not going to mess anything up. And then as you, as you eat, you just continue to, you know, un unwind the, 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 the greatness that is the burrito and you go to town. Like it's a no brainer, but that stack though, that was just, it was too much. It was too much. And then I know they got they got like the key they got quesadilla too, but I think the quesadilla honestly for Moe's would probably be even worse, because that's like, like it's open, it's open around the edges. I mean, with a stack like that, like it's only open where you've taken a bite. So a quesadilla is gonna be like, like you go it from one end and it's just gonna be like I'm exiting the opposite end. So it's it's a disaster. But I've had I've had some impassioned arguments 
on the Moe's Chipotle feud. And once upon a time, I had the brilliant idea to do a cheeseburger tour where we went to, we went to Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's, and we got a double cheeseburger and a small fry from all three venues. And then we took pictures of all of it. We deconstructed these burgers. We compared presentation, service time, how long it took us to get our food, cost, how it looked, you know, when we opened it up, portion size, and how it tasted. And we compared all three of these. We compared the three burgers and we compared the three fries. And that was legendary. That was legendary. That was, that was, that was a fantastic examination of you know, just what you can get. And I, I want to say that Wendy's was the best deal. I want to say Wendy's beat out. And I stand by that today, that Wendy's is by far the best tasting fast food that we've got in the area. I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you give me the choice of going to, like, any place around here, Wendy's has got it. Might be a little bit more expensive, but, man, that makes up for the, uh, makes up for the, uh, the cost difference in how it tastes. So, yeah, you better believe that. So now that we're on, we're on the food, on the food topic, that deserves to be updated. Um, yeah. So I feel like I was going to talk about something. Oh, conspiracy theories. I feel like that's a rabbit hole that is best saved for, you know, another day because I, I could go, I watched a YouTube video today talking about, talking about people that think the earth is flat. And if you want to get yourself really fired up, listen to some of these clowns' arguments for how the world is flat. It's legit. It's legitimate. People think that the Earth is flat. And I cannot reconcile that level of insanity in my head. I just can't. I can't do it. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do a deep dive on conspiracy theories next time around. I'm sure we all know somebody... I'm sure we all know somebody somewhere that's been like 9-11 didn't happen or 9-11 was an inside job or we didn't land on the moon. For the record, we did land on the moon. We put a thing called a retro reflector on the moon so you can shoot a laser at it and it'll reflect right back to you. And based on the amount of scatter or the, I think it's either the scatter or something else, you can tell how far away the moon is from this retro re retro reflector. And the only way such a thing could get there is if we landed on the moon. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it, kids. It is almost 11 o'clock. This kid's got to shower and get ready to go into the office tomorrow. So let's try to do this again sometime. Thanks for hanging out, Chris. Right, and I don't even like Dumb and Dumber. I don't even like Dumb and Dumber. Like I, I'm not a huge fan. I have to, I have to dumb myself down for that one. Can't do it. So everybody enjoy, enjoy the the evening. Drive safe. Tip your waiters and waitresses. Finish your beer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And maybe we'll do this on Friday. Enjoy. <laughs>